In a podcasting world filled with true crimes, insane interview podcasts, and gross celeb news stories, Bryce and Ren, that's us, try to do the impossible. Create a podcast that'll help you survive your commute or workday. Welcome to Bryce and Ren and Corey slash Ned in the house. I'm not quite sure what this podcast is. Hello. Uh, my name is Bryce Henderson. I am one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Today we'll be discussing uh, season one, episode zero of Bryce and Ren and Corey in the house uh, with one Renan Fontes. Ren, how's it going? I think we're technically <laughs> Bryce and Ren and Bryce and Ren in the house. Right. <laughs> But Corey's still involved in there, so it's Bryce That's right. and so it's Ren Bryce and, Ren and, Bryce, Bryce, and Bryce and Ren and Corey in the house. And Corey in the house, yeah, because he's, he's still got to be in the mix. And yeah, uh, I don't think Ned is really a, an aspect here at all. That's right, he's not. No. Um, well, Ren, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm not just proud of us for how far we've come. I'm proud of Jacob and Jill for enduring. <laughs> Sticking around, because I wouldn't. I wouldn't have kept listening. No, really, that's surprising to me. I don't know. Uh, our our rhythm was off. I think. Yeah, yeah, our rhythm was really off. Um, so this is our uh, our one year spectacular. Right? Technically. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be... What is that we're going to do today? We're going to talk about our first ever podcast. Yep. And, and then and... we're going to look at... Re-review all the episodes of Corey in the House off memory. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's that's what we're here to do today. Uh, one whole year. A year with Bryce and Ren. We did it. Have you enjoyed uh, watching recording on Sundays? Have I enjoyed uh, recording on Sundays? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's been something I've I've looked forward to every week, especially as I've gotten like busy and unbusy. Uh, it's I'm, a nice little like consistency in my life. I'm glad that actually Nick, Nicole messaged me, so I forgot what I was about to say. Sorry. <laughs> you just, but you're glad. I'm why, glad. Why would you be glad, or just glad I, in general? Why would I be glad? Oh, I remember why I'm glad. I'm glad that we've managed to stick to a pretty strict uh, weekly schedule. Yes. Yeah. Like, we've only missed, like, in the rarest of occasions, and even then we planned around it immediately. Yeah, I, um, so when I wanted to start this podcast, uh, I looked up, like, how to start a podcast, and based on what I saw, one of the main things was, like, uh, step number one, uh, make a consistent schedule because your listeners will never listen if you just release episodes sporadically. Yeah, and the iCarly girls can attest to that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you're, you're, you're throwing shade. It, it's the year anniversary. We gotta pay respect to everything that's happened to us this past year. Yeah, I um, I mean, we haven't touched our Instagram in a while and I just uh, <laughs> I was looking through it the other day and uh, I realized, yeah, we haven't interacted with the iCarly girls in quite some time. 
uh, or, you know, the shade hasn't been thrown. So that's fine. We'll throw some shade. I think that they're back to a more consistent schedule, though. They, they were, like, on and off, but they also have some pretty big gets. Like, when they have an episode, they have an episode. So. I guess that's true. You know, we're just kind of, you know, we're, we're, the, we're community. They're Big Bang Theory. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, Red, do you watch uh, uh, What We Do in the Shadows at all? Yes, Nicole and I love what we do in the shadows. Okay, have you seen, um, I don't think it was the latest, the second to latest episode, like, are you caught up on it? The casino episode? Yeah. Yes, big, I'm, okay. I'm fully caught up. Yeah, uh, I, I loved everything to do with the Big Bang Theory slot machine. Uh, their tall leader, Sheldon. The war <laughs> cry. <laughs> it, it was really good. It uh, is but, probably the funniest show on TV right now, I think. Yeah, I, this season I've been a little bit down on, but that, that casino episode really did make my, my day. I thought it was fantastic. Hilarious. And the newest one was funny, too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, maybe we'll podcast about that after Ned. I feel like yeah. it's maybe a natural next step. Bryce um, and Ren and what we do in the shadows. What Bryce and Ren and we do in the shadows. <laughs> in the shadows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Ren, uh, let's start off. So uh, we're going to talk about our first ever podcast and uh i want to be very clear to you listeners um we're talking not about the uh necessarily the content of the podcast <laughs> like of the episode well uh, like uh, some stuff we just can't avoid like we do gotta yeah. talk about the episode within the episode um but ultimately we're talking about our podcast how bryce and ren have evolved since day zero Yes. Um, and so one of my, my favorite highlights was uh, just starting it off. I did the intro. Uh, I asked you how you were doing. You you were like, fine. What about you? And I said how I was doing. And then there was a long pause. Yep. <laughs> a very long, long pause. <laughs> there are a lot of long pauses. Yeah, I believe I asked you. I think I was like, Ren, what about you? How are you doing? And then it was just like 15 seconds of radio silence. I think what happened was I had... I was speaking, but I was muted, so I didn't realize at the time. But there was one point in the episode where you asked me something, and I just flat out say, what? <laughs> like, there's a beat of, you, like, silence. Then, were you, were you distracted, do you think? Were you multitasking? Nicole definitely distracted me at that, at that moment. <laughs> I'm confident they did. Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, yeah, so I think that's how we started. That's how our entire podcast career started, was with a long, awkward silence. Um, what else? So we uh, wanted to talk about this episode of That's a Raven because it was the finale, and we figured that it segued into Cory in the House, which it, it didn't. In no in no capacity whatsoever. Yeah, um... It was really not connected. You uh, saw characters you would never see again. Victor, nowhere to be seen. Uh, and we just rolled with it. We were like, sure, uh, we'll do a, a smoking podcast, which is essentially <laughs> what it turned into. Yeah, basically. It, just listening to the end, us trying to treat the episode with dignity and respect. Yeah, la so we later on... We weren't having enough fun with it. <laughs> no, we definitely weren't. At one point... Um, yeah, we're talking about like what our, our favorite moments were. You and I were both pretty impressed by the juicer taking a pack of cigarettes, squeezing it, and black goo coming out. Like that was our. We were like, yeah, that was not bad. Like that our was blood. 
yeah that was pretty interesting um <laughs> there's it was disgusting it was volatile um and i'm glad that we only had to listen to us talk about it and not had to watch the episode again because in my mind it's just the juicer with a bunch of black sick gunk on his hands tar yeah <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure that that's not what uh, is in cigarettes. Yeah, it's like a, you just smoke straight tar. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, you know how gasoline smells good? Yes. Yeah. Tar, tar tastes good <laughs> to smoke. It's like, it's like the same concept. Well, Ren, listen, uh, a piece of advice that we... Uh, that uh, we pulled away from it was if it's better on uh, better on the floor than in your lungs and tying that in with this conversation um, tar is like what they use to make like driveways sometimes right that's right we drive on tar yeah is that so what you want to be smoking it's better on the floor than in your lungs that's that's a good life philosophy Bryce it is yeah I um I I highlighted that because at the time, I think you and I said that in, in the podcast, we were like, oh, better on the floor than in your lungs. That's a good little philosophy to have um, that Raven gave us. I feel like that should be um, our podcast. Like, that should be our subtitle. I like it. I think we need, like, a slogan. Like, something, like, people can mm-hmm. say on the street to each other to immediately, like, identify themselves as Bryson Wren fans. Yeah, because it's like, because it's like Nancy Classified School Survival Guide, like School Survival Guide is the subtitle. This is like Brace and Wren. Well, no, I guess it's, uh, what is it more like? I don't know. I'm thinking like Brace and Wren, better on the floor than in your lungs. Like, uh, <laughs> you know how like on Captain Underpants, there's always like a little like a uh, funny phrase at the bottom of the book? Yeah. So that... <laughs> That's like our funny phrase. It's like Captain Underpants phrase. Um, what else stood out to you about this podcast? What else okay. made it painful? So I, I cheated and I listened at super speed. Uh, but because I listened at super speed, I caught a very important detail. Our original sound, our original theme song sounds great at two times the speed. Does it? It like really, really does. Dang. I mean, I think our even at one uh, like uh, regular speed, uh, uh, I think it's it's a pretty kicking. I actually, I actually missed the theme song listening to it. Yeah. It like, I don't cr- just like the new one. No. No, 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 no. But it was kicking. It was kicking. It was a very good theme song. That electric guitar riff really sold it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was like 10 minutes in uh, Garage Band. Just put some loops together. Made it. Rock Band? No, Garage Band. Should should we do like a Bryson Ren play Rock Band? I don't have any of the instruments. That would be we, we can like find them. Ren, this is this is unnecessary. <laughs> well, if we're doing a podcast, um, we could find them. I mean, we definitely yeah. could. Like if, if any garage sale, any garage sale is gonna have at least one or two Garage Band instruments or Rock Band. Uh, but no, not Rock Band. Guitar Hero instruments. Guitar, like they're both, they're both like the same species of game yeah yeah um yeah i'd be down or, or um uh donkey conga i like a good donkey conga yeah um okay so I'm, I'm looking through what i wrote down a lot of my notes were like uh just trying to make sense of us talking about the episode <laughs> <laughs> we are a little bit all over the place uh we went in order 
but it was like if I had watched the episode, I think it would have been pretty difficult to follow. You and yeah. I talk at length for about five minutes about Corey's socks in <laughs> one scene. I was I was shocked at what we chose to spend our time on. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of time. I also asked a lot of questions, uh, and but we didn't really like contemplate or like talk more beyond them. I was just like, yeah, I don't really know why this happened. We could just you know, kind of like, like scratch the surface and plowed yeah, ahead. Yeah, moved on. I was like, okay, I mentioned it, so now we're good. We covered it. We analyzed it. It's fine. Uh, the casserole. <laughs> we got that out. That we hated it. So let, let me say this about the casserole. Mm-hmm. We hated it in this episode, but it's the one thing from the episode we continuously referenced throughout the rest of Corey in the house. I think, yeah, in retrospect, I think that it was the peak of the episode. It was the boomer moment. It was. It was fantastic. Um, <laughs> it was, well, it was like, I love it because it was, uh, it was bad. Like the casserole looked <laughs> disgusting which we talked about yeah repulsive Um, and chelsea and eddie just like make it and eat it and make and eat it and then the juicer in the end of the episode sticks hands into it and and, uh eats it we were way too hard on this it was prime time in retrospect we really were it was the cigarette plot so (laughs) we were trying to be respectful for some reason we really wanted i don't know to approach it maturely yeah but yeah, like, I think that's what it was. We, we focused on, we were just so boring doing <laughs> that, though. Our tone was, yeah, our tone was like, uh, like the PBS News Hour yeah. takes on That's a Raven. Uh, yeah, at one point, you, uh, what did you say? <laughs> I, but I, I don't remember what it specifically was, but you're, you're entirely right. The way that both you and I talked about the show was like, like, we gotta do it justice. Like, yeah. It's a family show, like it's very reminiscent of the time, like of the time period. Community like, theater. Yeah, uh, we were just very, very mellow with the whole thing, and we didn't buy into just the outrageousness of the episode itself. Um, the only time that I think we hit any kind of a groove in here um, was well. There's two points. One, I liked when we talked about. Uh, in the episode, Corey's like in his room and he has the cigarettes and he puts them in his, he like takes them out of his drawer and he's like, it's a good thing Raven didn't find these and then puts them back. Uh, you and I had a lot of good conversation about what the hell Corey was doing there. Because <laughs> why would he do that? <laughs> it made no sense in the context of the episode. Why anyone would uh, hide something in their room and then for whatever reason, right before they leave it, uh, hang out in there for a moment by themselves just to take it out, make a comment, and then put it back and leave. It's it's very reflective of the show Corey in the House would be, in hindsight. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. so clumsy and <laughs> amateur, no regard for respecting our intelligence. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah it, was, it was pretty darn disrespectful. To us, I thought. Uh, what else? You and I like cold opens a lot. Uh, I feel like that's not specifically here, but just like consistently. That's yeah. something you and I have always made a point to respect. You know, the cold open is an important part of the television structure, especially for sitcoms. You know, you can use a cold open in a lot of ways. It can be your funny non sequitur to like ease audience into the episode. It can be the setup for the plot. 
Uh, Nicole and I have been rewatching The Office on Peacock, and I, I few shows do cold opens as well as The Office. It just they set the tone so well, um, and I think because of like because I really like The Office a lot. I like Thirty Rock also has some really solid cold opens. Oh yeah. Um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, of course, has has some really good ones as well. So like because I think I I can appreciate a good cold open, I always need to stop down and observe cold opens and uh we didn't the, that's a raven one we we focus on uh pretty hard but also like all through a core in the house we've given a lot of attention to cold opens i like that about us i i think that you know we could be like cold open kids you want to be you want to be the cold open kids like uh we could change our branding up and just watch cold opens of shows that's uh, that's an interesting idea all right Bryson Renan cold opens. Mm-hmm. We could be like a uh, America's Funniest Home Videos for a modern age. <laughs> mm-hmm. Does did Full House have cold opens? Or did it jump? I don't, tr- I don't remember actually. Because uh, that could have been a workaround. To if we had to have watched Full House, imagine if we had just watched like we Full House somehow won, and you and I uh, fixed it, so you and I would just be talking about the cold opens within Full House. Bryson Ren and just the cold open full <laughs> house. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. oh, we could get through that pretty quickly. Yeah, I think people would have liked that. Like we would have done probably like six episodes at a time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it really would have made no sense. But that's fine. We'd have gotten through it. You know, we're pop Spotify considers us a pop culture podcast. Ah. Huh. Um what else, Ren? Was uh, stuck out to you in re-listening to our first ever podcast. Uh, we were excited for the Juicer's reappearance, and that ended up being one of our more controversial episodes, to say the least. Yeah, I wrote down, uh, my exact quote was, I'm very excited to see the Juicer come back into Cory in the house. I was so naive. Ren. We even coined a term for it, Juicer Syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's, um, I think... You and I were just so caught up in like revisiting some of these characters who we hadn't seen in a while, and we maybe just like still had our childhood nostalgia goggles on. That's definitely the case, I think. Especially, yeah. definitely for me. Like going into it, I I was way easier on the episode than I actually am. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why we approached it like that. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh either like your rose when we did rose bud and thorn at the end your rose was cory's growth (laughs) 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 that's way too respectful (laughs) that's that is (laughs) cory did not grow in the episode we saw (laughs) he overcame the yeah, he did his chores. He grew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he grew. <laughs> uh, we were, yeah, we were very, very kind to these characters. Other than Eddie, who we gave the Mitchell Musso treatment of he is terrible. <laughs> get him off our TV. Uh, you made fun I, of I his like hair that line. about it. Yeah. I actually like that a lot about the episode. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm glad we found a uh, a style that works, and you know shows off our personalities yes um in which we we still get to you know we make fun of people such as eddie uh we <laughs> have our mitchell musos of the world uh but it's it's definitely a lot more f- 
fun and like consistent with our conversations. <laughs> uh, I wrote, I want Eddie in our next Survivor game. You want to just inherit him as it, like grandfather him in? Like, I think he can be part of the Cory in the House team. So what do you, so what do you, oh, so you're thinking a Cory in the House versus Ned Survivor? Oh, yeah. Or would we want to do just Ned's first and then like so, in some grand battle have Ned's versus Cory? I always so pictured he, Ned's versus Cory. Here's the deal. I, for the Survivor thing, I was imagining we do one between each season. But like, I actually really love the Ned's versus Cory idea. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, I mean, I want to see the champion come back and defend his throne, Boomer the Bear. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll get there. I mean, if we're talking about between every season, it'll be in, like, four weeks, right? Yeah. Uh, when we're done season one. <laughs> Another special? Yeah. Uh, which, so, by the way, so I wanted to, in the context of our first ever episode... Um, it was for a very long time our most listened to podcast. Um, it is no longer; it okay. is our our fifth highest listened to podcast. Uh, but I wanted to point out that within there, we have our. Let me see. Okay, so uh, our top top five uh, is the first two is two Corey episodes. The first one being the episode with the juicer, which is hilarious. Uh, Kung Fu Cat's Kid, and then two Nets episodes. Uh, that's a Raven, so this episode is our fifth. But this is what I, I why, why I'm talking about this. Our sixth highest listened to episode, Ren, came out only two weeks ago. R- really? It was our 50th episode spectacular. Are you kidding has, me? It has 64 downloads um, from <laughs> what I'm looking at, which is impressive for two weeks considering the this episode that we're talking about which was previously our, our most listened to sits at 70 downloads that makes me pretty happy so we have definitely grown um ned's has been a boost for us by the way ned's has I, definitely been a, a nice boost there are people listening to us i don't know who they are but there yeah. are at least downloading us but <laughs> i'm uh yeah I'm, I'm happy thank you everyone who's been listening you know it's been a it's been a hard year, but, you know, Corey and Ned have made it worth it. Ned's made it worth it. <laughs> I think. Ned's has been... I cannot really put into words enough just how much of an improvement Ned's has been over Corey. I, yeah. I actually look forward to Ned's as, like, a show. Mm-hmm. Like, think, I think about the plots and characters throughout the week. Yeah. And, you know, contemplate what'll happen next. Mm-hmm. Like, when is, when is Ned's relationship with Susie going to start, like, becoming a bigger focus yeah like when is lisa zemo going to get more development mm-hmm. you know stuff like you know it's, it's a show that actually sticks with you unlike cory in the house <laughs> which every week i was kind of like oh i'm excited to talk to bryce then i gotta watch cory in the house yeah i think um so for me i'm really enjoying talking about neds but i love like i like chaos i like that that element of chaos <laughs> and i think neds feels too controlled um because it's gonna be funny and Cory in the House was uh, absolutely a, a grab bag and mishmash. That's true. I love yeah. the episodes where we would just go off on tangents because mm-hmm. Cory wasn't giving us anything <laughs> to work with. Yeah. So I, uh, I part of me craves, um, like, I want to go back. Part of me really wants to go back to, to Disney Channel uh, <laughs> after this. I understand. I feel Nets yeah. has been a good palate cleanser, and I, especially I feel like after a full year. 
like yeah, another yeah. full year of this, mm-hmm. we'll be ready to go back to something truly wretched. Is, <laughs> yeah, the I don't know what the show is, but the the one that has Mitchell Musso recast in season two, um, <laughs> Ace of Kings or something like that, I think it's called. <laughs> Uh, but that's the one that I think Jacob was the one who told me about it. But that's the one that I really. <laughs> Jacob wants us to watch Ace of Kings. I think that's what it's called. I don't remember what it's called. But that's the one that I, I've really been thinking about. <laughs> Mitchell Musso. Let's see. Mm-hmm. And uh, just because of the fact he's on it and then he leaves. <laughs> and he's replaced with another actor and it still goes on. And I think that other actor is still supposed to be the same character. He, pair of Kings. That's he it. plays King Brady, the main character. It's two. So it's him and his brother, I oh, think okay. brother or like cousin or something. King find out Brady that and King Boomer. Kings. Yeah, King Boomer. Yes, that's. <laughs> yeah. It's All a, right. we'll, we'll do a whole draft and everything. Don't worry. Like, <laughs> we're not going to fix it for Pair of Kings, but. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get back to, to our podcast. Yeah. Um, we played a game <laughs> which is not our style <laughs> you know how like they play games on uh talk shows like guess that uh or like uh put put your hand in this bowl where you're blindfolded on the yeah right yeah and it's spaghetti with eggs yeah oh i guess jello haha <laughs> it's like that yeah should we do like I... an i spy should we do an i spy on yeah, the like podcast right like right now this is i mean we can we can if you want to all right do you want to do it yeah i spy something white all right is it your socks no all right um is it a cloud no i'm inside okay um is it a shirt no it's a piece of furniture okay bed no Couch? No. Dresser? Yes. That was See fun, the, right? Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> that was really fantastic <laughs> content. Um, yes. So I um, I am a little bit concerned here, Ren. Um, a few moments ago, you and I were talking about just how good our ratings have been. <laughs> <laughs> and not only did we do our 50th special, but two weeks later, we're doing this, which is really... <laughs> Uh, open ended, <laughs> and I just am concerned. Uh, uh, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> this podcast is about you and I sharing our life philosophies with the world through television, mm-hmm. such as uh, better on the floor than in your lungs. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Our audio quality is terrible. Yep, um, awful. Just abysmal. All around. Like, not like it, it isn't like superb now, but it, it's definitely a lot better and yeah. listenable. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, we talked a lot about socks. I already said that. Anything else? You explained uh, the basic plot of That's So Raven. I did, in case anyone watching hadn't watched That's So Raven before. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I don't know, you know, that person doesn't exist, I don't think. If, yeah, I can't imagine someone who hasn't watched That's a Raven found our f- <laughs> first episode about That's a Raven. At that point in time, we had no other content, so there was no other way for them to find us unless they were just going the house fans and wanted to get in early. But 
I, I was future proofing the episode for like fans in the 2050s. Like after Bryce's Bryce and Ren have watched uh like Game of Thrones and Mad Men 2, like Super Sopranos. Super Sopranos? <laughs> These are all gonna be sequels in the future. Yeah. Uh, or if it's like Nintendo branded, it would be like new Super Sopranos, right? Yeah, new Super yeah. Sopranos brothers. Um, like Funky Mode. Yeah, featuring Chris Pratt as Uncle Soprano. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you think it was morally right to give Mario a voice? I I feel not good about this cast. I'm very apprehensive, nervous, anxious scared even of the super mario brothers film i um the, i can't even like it's so hard for me to imagine what it's gonna look like for mario to talk and why and for him to sound like chris pratt like I, chris i just don't understand could chris pratt have done a good mario a good enough mario voice i don't i don't believe it i can't believe it i've seen jurassic world you, yeah, that's true. Because, I mean, in, in Jurassic World, I think he is, that is him giving his best Italian voice. Because I think his <laughs> character in there is pretty distinctly Italian. Yeah, yeah he, has a, he has a leather jacket on. He says, yeah. Mamma Mia, whenever he, like, stubs his toe. Yeah. Uh, he goes to feed the raptors, and he's like, hey, raptors, I got you some gabagool. Uh, and then <laughs> pours it in there. He says he's taking you to Mongeville whenever it's time to eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'm impressed with his Italian stuff in there, and so I don't know, as Mario, what that'll look like. Uh, Alright, I feel like that's about it on the podcast. Yeah, I, uh, you know, thank you everyone who listened, especially from day one, because I, I don't think we, like, gave anyone a hook. Like, what, yeah. was the, what, what was, what's the Bryson Wren hook in that first episode? The hook? Like, what would make people come back from more? Yeah. Like, like you know, Game of Thrones. It ends with Jamie pushing Bran out the tower. You know, oh, that's, you meet... that's a spoiler, by the you, way. You want to, you want to bleep that? You want to cut that out? Um, in case no, I won't do it. You won't I... do it. No, well, you said it, so now you just you have to face the wrath of the people who weren't going to watch Game of Thrones. All right, I'm sorry to anyone who hasn't watched, who hasn't started watching Game of Thrones yet. Yeah. Uh, you know, you had your chance. You had your time. Yeah. You did. Um, but what was that moment? What was the Jamie Jamie pushing Bran moment? Yeah, it's it, you know, it makes you want to watch more to see the consequences of that. You know, it hooks you. The drama. Anything can happen. Um, I would say probably um, I don't know. I, I would guess maybe the casserole <laughs> would be it. Like people would want us to hear us talk more about the casserole. We should do some more casserole bits. We should start watching uh, mm-hmm. casserole videos on YouTube. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Uh, could we do a weekly segment, like the casserole, where we like dissect the episode and where we talk about like what would be the cheese, the meat, and the pasta? I like this. Let's try that next week. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll give it a try because that way I think it like it's a nice callback. So uh, I want to move on, Ren, to the uh, us talking about because there's uh 34 episodes um us talking about the ratings of these episodes that we haven't watched in upwards of uh somewhere between uh 
two months and a year um, of Corey in the house. I also want to make sure that I, very clearly next year when it's our two year anniversary, you and I will be listening to this podcast, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. So, uh, all right. What did we think of the pilot of Corey in the house? <laughs> New Let kid me... in town. All right. Let me open up my sheet as well. Okay. Yeah. I opened up, uh, I made a little, made a little sheet, uh, and we'll go through it. Uh, I don't, I know last week you said like, oh, we should probably look up like even just the basic description. I don't think I want that. I think you and I are, um, I think our memory is good enough. Okay. That we don't, I don't think we need those. Because Nukin in town, that's Corey. Uh, he meets Mina and Stickler and Newt and he gets on the horse and then falls on horse poop and meets yeah, the president. Yeah, he falls on the horse poop. <laughs> I have the Wikipedia up. Okay. Uh, and I, I actually want to point out something different about the Wikipedia page since we last reviewed Corey in the house. Oh, what is that? Uh, Jason, Jake Thomas as Jason Stickler is now listed as absent when he's not in episodes. Well, that would have been helpful. We said goodbye to him like 12 times in the final season. <laughs> I wonder if uh, someone listening changed that. You know, that, can we nice. like claim to that? I think so. All right, let's take credit for this. Yeah, <laughs> we made that wiki change. You know, you know what sucks? What? TV.com is still down. Uh, it went down the week we started doing Neds, and it never came back up. VG Freak 8 took it down. That's We're honestly one of the saddest things for me, personally, about the podcast. <laughs> we don't have our TV, uh, TV.com reviews week to week. I loved reading those. And there yeah. just isn't, like, IMDb just isn't active anymore since they killed the forums. <sighs> I miss those forums. Me too. All right. Uh, well, so we're going to rate them all, uh, it's, it's like, what, scale of 1 to 10? Just like we normally the, would? Let's rate these Corey episodes on our Ned scale. <laughs> okay. Let's compare them to Ned episodes. <laughs> um, all right. So this is going to be harsh. It's not going to be good. I mean, the, the first episode... Uh, we also get like Samantha Samuels is really, if I recall, like really in your face. You and I did not like her initially. No, not at all. Yeah. Uh, not like, I, I don't think we ever came to really enjoy her, but uh, I feel she like left it's... a very bad first impression. Yes. Yeah, she did. Uh, I'm, I, I would give this episode, I mean, if we're putting it on the Ned scale run, like it's going to be a two. Like this would be a bad. two. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. I'm thinking a two as well. Yeah. Uh, Bad pilot. It was. It was not a good pilot. Uh, I would also be interested uh, in revisiting that podcast episode at one point. But we have, haven't we? Uh, maybe we did. No, yeah, I did. I did. I did. Um, but we didn't really. We family. actually didn't discuss it at length. We only no. like brushed on it. No. Okay. Uh, eight Miss Bahavian was a natural like next step. In Corey yep. in the house. Things escalated. We got some political uh, tension. Yeah, we did. Uh, some world building. Oh, I uh, forgot something about the podcast episode that I, we mentioned. Oh, yeah. What, what is we that? never really dived into. Mm -hmm. We discussed figuring out Martinez's political party, which we I don't think we ever even bothered trying to bring like bring up. <laughs> yeah. For, like, good reason, of course, but <laughs> yeah. I still thought it was very interesting. 
that we were like, we'll forget. Well, I, we settled into like the presidential rating. Yeah. That's which true. I think kind of became that. It transcended party. <laughs> Regardless of where Martinez stood. <laughs> he, yeah. Everyone was united against him. Yeah. The kind of person who accidentally gives away a state um, <laughs> and then has to have a child win it back in a dance contest is, uh, it doesn't matter what party he is. He's no good. So, um, eight Miss Bahavian. Uh, what else? I'm trying to think, like, what else happened in this episode? It was Victor and Samantha try to get ah! <laughs> so- <laughs> Sophie to. I got you, Sophie to eat veggies. Is that what happened here? Sorry, a big bee flew by. Oh my gosh! Did you? Uh, uh, sorry. Did you um, eat it. It. I can't see it anymore, but meanwhile, Victor and Samantha try to get Sophie to eliminate her addiction of Victor's fries. Give me like you keep talking, give me like one second. Yeah, I got you. Uh Ren's gonna go gonna go kill a bee. Yeah, so we get that and uh I do remember making a, a lot of comments, so this is early in the podcast, so I feel like we talked a lot about uh Victor makes this like vegetable farm display for her to try to make uh, vegetables fun, and instead uh it looks pretty wasteful in terms of the amount of vegetables that was put onto this display and then not eaten because Sophie just wanted French fries. Uh, we have that. And then uh, Corey went ahead and uh, took Newt's advice. And uh, I believe he was just like generally culturally insensitive and broke all the rules. And it was the punchline for the episode. It was not funny. Some soft racism yeah. from Corey in the house. Yes. Which um, became a trademark of its style by the end. It's, uh, I think it's nice that we get to watch Ned's Declassified. And not that there uh, isn't or won't ever be undertones of, of yeah. like racial uh, context or anything like that in the show. Um, but it's nice. It, like, Ned's that... is not explicitly problematic in the way that Cory in the house is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I give this episode like a... At 2.5 we thought there was gonna be world building we thought it was gonna get bigger than this yeah it never it never really stretched beyond Mm-mm. this this like impression of bahavia this was the, the introduction of, of russia is the closest we get oh no dubinia <laughs> we'll get there <laughs> no <laughs> all right i also give this one a 2.5 okay um everybody loves mina this was an episode. I feel like this like uh this stepped up the game a bit. So everybody loves Mina. This was Corey. Okay, this was Craig Berkowitz. This is Craig Berkowitz. This is okay. Corey versus Stickler in the uh, purple lobster. Corey is in his underpants, underwear, crawling on the ceiling, wearing an octopus. <laughs> this is when things changed. I think, and you and I were like, okay, mm-hmm. we got we got something to work with here. Yeah. Things were finally getting interesting. Um, this was another, I mean, if you look at across the episodes, there's like certain moments that stand out. Um, yeah. And I don't like, I don't want to just label them like boomer moments, but like, because <laughs> most of them are, but like, this was one that I felt like we talked about all the time. It's um, memorable. It's, it is it's memorable ridiculous. because just like the ridiculousness and then it has you thinking even deeper about the episode like Craig Berkowitz uh, like mixing and spitting salads um, <laughs> underneath like, <laughs> lights while Mina's just enchanted by him. 
I thought, oh, is, uh, Newt has a B-plot here, too, with Yeah, that's right. Sophie. Sophie invites him over for a tea party. Yeah. That's, that was always the thing with Cory in the house. If it was doing one thing well, it was doing the other thing either badly or aggressively boring. <laughs> Uh, I, I give it a three. I feel like this was like, we continue to go up here. Like, things got better and better. I agree. But, uh, <laughs> we're about to take a, take a dip. This was, uh, We Built This Kitty was the episode that we watched and talked about next. I don't think you and I had seen anything so bad yet. <laughs> I remember us hating this episode. Yeah, and I don't know, um... Like, compared to the other bad, like, really bad episodes that we saw later on, especially in season two, I don't know just how bad this one was. Hmm. Well, it, it's, it has music in it. They sing, so that's always a bad. <laughs> it ends on a cloud. Sucks. Awful song. Well, which we version? Samantha Samuel's bird calling B plot. <laughs> Jesus. But uh, the fact they, you know, Sophie manages to get Corey Newt and Mina in cat costumes to play live on live mm-hmm. television. You know, there, there's something funny there, I guess. Is there? You know, something. What would you read it? I think, uh... On the Ned scale. On the Ned scale? Uh, I'd give this one a two. Yeah. Uh, I'd... I think this was worse than the pilot, if I recalled. Um, like, there, that's true. Like, she does get them into the cat costumes. But it's just uh, what we also what, did not like Sophie yet at this point. We really no. didn't like her, uh, which is so funny because we liked her. We ended up liking her, but her it was like her acting. She just wasn't yeah. there yet. Uh, acting alongside The Rock really helped her. <laughs> um, Rock the vote. I feel is uh, I I don't know about the podcast, but the one of the stronger episodes. I agree. Of Corey in the house. And that's like I, I I'm so biased, Ren. I'm so biased towards this episode. <laughs> it introduced the boomer moment, mm-hmm. and it's an episode we we constantly reference. And I feel like it's an episode that aged well. Yeah, you know, I I look back on it fondly. Yeah, it's only gotten better in my mind. Like this is like a a four, um, <laughs> to me, even on the Ned scale. Like it's it's tolerable. Yeah, I'll give. It, I can I I can say it's a four. Okay. I mainly just remember the, uh, mm-hmm. it, it really is just the, uh, new running for president and the bear cage, right? Corey gets in the cage with a live bear. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Napper's Delight. What was going on here? Which Ren? one? Is this the one where, uh, Victor and <laughs> president sleep in the Lincoln bedroom? And then a tour group walks in and finds them all sleeping together? Yeah. Yes, we are introduced to Donna the tour guy. I actually, I actually like this episode. This in, this I think this was our first Cory in the House flashback or dream sequence. What was the dream Cor- sequence? Cory imagines Nude and Mina on the ski trip together. Oh, is the the um same episode as the the credit card uh, crusher? Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, I I love Cory bringing the tour guide to the dark room in the basement <laughs> where he's keeping Sophie on like a little pedestal, and he keeps the lights off. <laughs> um. And then also, doesn't he, Sophie leaves, and then he has Mina go in, and Mina's, like, holding a giant piece of salami or something like yeah. that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, it's, 
I don't know. I think this one's like a three for me. Yeah, so th I'm I'm thinking three point yeah. five. Yeah, to me, uh, I don't know if this is true yet, but in my mind, like four is gonna be my peak. I think so. Really, I'm just rating these on a scale of one to one to four. The peak is gonna be whatever uh, air f the rush episode is for me. Because mm -hmm. right. I don't think anything's gonna beat that. I don't. I don't think anything ended up ever beating that. Let's figure out what smells like school spirit is. Uh, the chill zone. Is this it? The chill zone, Candy and Corey? Candy smiles as pep squad. Mm -hmm. Corey goes out with... Trying to make Mina jealous, Corey accepts Candy's offer to go out on a date. Uh, remember Corey's crush on Mina? Yeah, when I'm did so, it end? I'm so glad they resolved that. And I don't remember when it ends. I, I think it ended with Nanoosh. Does it end with Nanoosh? In, like, the alley. I, pic I picture an alley. Like, Corey talking to Mina and being like, Hey, I liked you, but we should just be friends or something like that. I don't- I really don't remember. Um, this episode you and I were high on at the time, just so you know. It ends with, uh, Corey getting thrown down the stretcher, right? Yeah, we get a segment of him on a stretcher rolling around the school and, like, hitting people. I could see that happening. You know, Ned's has the uh, slingshot, the bucket slingshot. Similar concept. Yeah. Um, Throw a boy around. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I would give it like a, a three and a half. Yeah, I can concede to that. Yeah. Uh, just desserts was. I mean, I I picture Norman trembles just because we like just talked about him. Yeah. The Nikishka's blowing up. Mm -hmm. is, that what, what, is that what they were called? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, the Nikishka's. Uh, Corey has, like, his own little factory, and then he uses them in the DS game. That's yeah. his main uh, weapon of choice. Is that yeah. the name? The Nikishka's? Yeah. That doesn't sound right. Yeah. Is that right? That's right, yeah. Okay. Alright, I'm, I'm, I'm confusing myself. Okay. Yeah, it makes the exploding desserts for a room of uh, overly stressed people. Which sounds much funnier than it actually is. You know, I feel like that that's a premise that should lend itself well to comedy. It just yeah. doesn't. Yeah, I feel like it would be... Uh, I don't know. I, this episode in general, I would go with like a two. Like, it, it was... Uh, there was also a lot of montage. This was like a very montage-heavy episode. Corey in the house made us hate montages so much that I'm like, whenever a Ned's montage happens, I'm still kind of apprehensive and they're not that bad. Yeah. I cringe a little bit. I like get worried. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this episode was good. And now there's a montage. Uh, and then usually they're like not awful, but all right. Yeah. I feel like I'd give it like a two maybe. Yeah. Let's go with the two. Um, Pahavi and idol This was a roof. Ugh. This one introduces the concept of curses into Corey in the house. <laughs> mm -hmm. Which Curse. we did reference a lot, the fact that curses are real. It was uh, our, I want to say like our grounding point, but really didn't ground us in, it grounded us in the insanity. Yeah. Of like, we could buy anything because curses are real. Right. So, um, what else happened here? Like, it, it, Corey like was really, uh, we had Newt the Bottle. Newt the bottle. That was, you know, Newt the bottle stuck with us. Yeah, like it was. We used it on our uh, 
when we did something, we used it on our scale. I think like our uh, we did a tier of the different characters. So yes, we did. We had a new the bottle tier, yeah. and that was our highest one, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, having an idol, like otherwise, I think it was just uh, more like. Oh. 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 Lily. Yeah, it's just a lily. Hold on. Bryce, why are you saying that to me? Sorry, guys. I don't know what got into Bryce just now. Uh, I guess I can take over from here. So I'll do my part and Bryce's part. So, Bahavian Idol. Corey, Newt, and Mina are finally going to perform in front of Mina's father, the ambassador. However, mm -hmm. Mina is extremely nervous. Corey gives her a good luck charm, but she thinks it's cursed. Bryce, what do you think about that? Yeah, uh, you and I talked a lot about where Corey got the idol, and I don't think we ever figured it out. It's uh, <laughs> that would have been. I think I feel like watching Corey get the idol would have make would have made for a funnier episode. It would have. Like, how did Corey stumble upon this Bahavian idol that served as a curse and then the focal point of the episode? My Versus... Bryce voice is pretty good, huh? Oh, it's very good. Uh, I don't know. I I would give it like maybe a a two. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's go with another two. I'm feeling the twos. Yeah. What happened in Beat the Press? That's the one with the alien video. Oh. Where they tricked the reporter and the president has a runny nose. Victor had a... You and I were also um, very high on Victor. And just in, like, in talking about these episodes right now, you and I have not mentioned them. Yeah, I think we, uh, we respected Victor. <laughs> yeah. The hustle, <laughs> right? What, that's the thing. Corey in the house never used Victor enough. Like he was never the star of his own plot. Yeah. So there's never there hasn't been like a reason to bring him up. No. He yeah he he might as well have just been um, so like because very rarely do they even play on like the father and son aspect. Yeah, they have like Martinez giving Corey advice half the mm -hmm. time. Hmm. Would the show have been better if instead of Victor is the chef? Victor is written out, and Corey just simply wins a contest to live in the White House for a year. <laughs> Corey wins a contest to be the president's son. <laughs> <laughs> it's isn't that the plot of Annie? That's like pretty much Annie. Is that I haven't actually seen Annie. You never, yeah, Annie's like an orphan, and then Can you sing a song. Daddy Warbucks, yeah, it's tomorrow, isn't it? Or that like the sun will come out tomorrow. Tomorrow, um, the sun is out. Today. Yeah, da Daddy Warbucks adopts Annie. Like brings Annie home for the, just for Christmas, um, to spend the holidays with him because it's a good look. And that's Jamie Foxx, right? Uh, it I, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> so, uh, the one I saw it's on Disney Plus. If you want to check out the version of Annie that I grew up with. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we get an alien bit in this episode. A lot of singing with DC three. Is this um? I know situations change. People stay the same. same. I hated their music. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why there was never a Corey in the House soundtrack released, and also there's a reason why there's they didn't ever record like full versions of these songs. The Disney Channel mandate to make everyone sing is just—it really wore down some shows. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Well, like, if Cory in the House was a successful show, uh, this would have been, uh, there would have been an album. Yeah, it wasn't successful, sure. so there's nothing. Yeah, this, uh, a two? Yeah, let's go with another two. <laughs>
uh, Mall of Confusion, I remember um, fondly because we had Jill on, and that's yep. the, the best part about it. <laughs> uh, let's give this one a three for Jill. Great. Get smarter. <laughs> <laughs> what happened in Get Smarter? An intelligent new student arrives, and Newt develops a crush oh. on her. They yeah, go yeah. out on a date, and Newt asks Corey, Mina, and Jason to help him impress her <laughs> by using Jason. Spy gear. Who the heck is Jason? Dickler. Yeah, and it's what? Um, yeah. So get smarter is like a very, uh, it's like a played out episode. Newt does his slam poem, and that's pretty much all I remember. Uh, damn dog, you stick. It's not damn dog. What does he say? <laughs> Dang dog. Dang dog. Uh, yeah, damn it's dog. Just, damn dog. Yeah. <laughs> Dang dog, you stink is definitely the line. That's it. That's all I got from that episode. Uh, 1.5. Yep, yeah, 1. 1.5 stink and a half. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, this is our most listened to episode in the weenie. People love their juicer. Yeah, they heard juicer was going to be on the podcast. So they came to check it out uh and the weenie i mean he never interacted with the cast right it was like a bottle episode he doesn't he basically only interacts with Corey. Mm -hmm. like what a waste Mm -hmm. and Corey was really scared of him and last time we saw them interact and that's a raven Corey was not buddy buddy really scared of him yeah uh I didn't... I don't know. Victor cranks some ice cream, and he gro- gets a bicep. Sorry, I think you made that part up, because that... <laughs> nope! Back at the White House, Victor makes homemade ice cream by cranking a lever. He works on it all day, thus gaining a bicep in the do we, end. Do we see his arm? I vaguely remember seeing his <laughs> one buff arm. What do we... Uh, okay, uh, let's give it a two. Yeah, I was gonna two, say one point five. Let's inflate it like Victor inflated his arm. Two, two, two arms. Um, no, no, Nanoush. When Mina's favorite singer Nanoush yeah. from Bahavia comes to Washington D.C. Yeah. Um, so this is the episode where Nanoush, a grown man, invites a fifteen-year-old girl onto his costume, so onto his cotton test, so he can kiss her on the lips on live television, and then. He is a grown man again. Plans to marry her. She is fifteen. Yes. And um, this is the United States. So let's say a one. <laughs> let's yeah, Nanoush is, I think, um, hands down the most nefarious person that name. we saw within um Cory in the house. Cory in the house. Hold on. And it goes com- it goes completely unexamined by the show itself. Yeah. Um I feel like we give it a one. Let's go with a one. Um, for sure. All right. Air Force One Too Many is where we left off, Ren. That's you were looking a, forward to this. Th- that's where uh, Corey plays DDR to win back Alaska because the president accidentally gave it to Russia because he didn't want to give away a jacket. This is peak Corey in the house. I think this is my favorite episode of Corey <laughs> in the house. The um, Corey in the house, the best episodes are the ones where you can say a sentence. And that sentence is just more absurd as each word gets added in. <laughs> and Air Force One Too Many is ridiculous. There's nothing else quite like the Sophie Shuffle. No, no, there isn't. Uh, yeah, there's also some like special effects thrown in here. Um, 
it's it's a fantastic episode. <laughs> I was single hoping... plot, no B plot. <laughs> At the time, I was hoping it was a sign of things to come, but it wasn't. It was a fluke. It was an absolute fluke, shot in the dark. Um, and I give it probably a. I'd go above a four, four point five. I'll give this one a five. Wow. I, this is gonna be the highest it's gonna get. It is to me, you know. If I watched Air, if Air Force One Too Many was on TV, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't change the channel. I'd I'd sit down and watch it. Yeah, and I can't it's... say that for any other episode of Corey in the House. How terrible is it that you and I have nostalgia now <laughs> for Corey in the House? Mind you, it's only been a year. The good old days. It's terrible. I look <laughs> I look on Corey in the House fondly, not because of the content, but because of the experience. Um, that's so in the house. Wow, Raven what a comes to Corey. This was very rough. Yeah, one of the absolute low points for the show. Definitely was. Yeah, uh, she comes. She presents. She uh, is known as the kook. She has to hide. Corey presents in a wig and a dress. Uh, one point yeah. five. One point five. It's not fantastic. Um, speaking of not fantastic, you want a dream sequence, but I got a full episode of a dream sequence for you. This one, uh, this one was really bad. Gone wishing. Yeah, and it, it we had both Nicole and Jenna on. It was Valentine's Day. <laughs> so I think we were nicer to it than we should have been. But I, I think so too. If I ever want to go back and revisit an episode, I think this is the episode I'd want to revisit. Really? To talk about again? Yes. I don't think that we um, did it justice. Okay, I, I get what bad. you're saying now. I understand. Yeah. I catch your drift. We scratched the surface of what was uh, a trash pile in the world's biggest trash pile. All right, maybe, uh, maybe next July 13th. <laughs> that was the air date. <laughs> Gone wishing. Yeah, I, I'd give it like a uh, one. Yeah, I was, I was thinking one. <laughs> Another bad one. Ink got rhythm. Corey uh, loses his rhythm. That's right. Stickler makes a uh, gives him a wristband that destroys Corey's rhythm, and then he attacks like a, a music man. <laughs> Full on attacks. And Sophie has a sleepover that Samantha Samuels uh, takes over inappropriately. Yes, and the the guy who Corey attacks like runs away scared. Yeah. Right. And doesn't Corey also pin someone against the wall? Yes, he throws his drumsticks and they go through the guy's shirt and he gets pinned against the wall. Robo Corey. Uh, when, uh, when Corey in the house understands what it's doing, it you know, mm-hmm. it can do it. We get that. Uh, the library is part of this episode. You have to talk about Alexander. Alexander. Yeah. What a, uh, what a character. Last... He always gave us so much material. Last scene at the was like the campfire girls um wow sing along i think so what an awful way to go out <laughs> jr nut uh ink rhythm the uh two yeah two <laughs> uh the kung, kung fu cats kung all right yeah. this is actually another good one or, this uh, was a pretty good one it's a fun one mm-hmm. we get Corey... um, Dances mm-hmm. in his underwear. Sophie films it. Shenanigans. Well, blackmails him. Uh, what does Corey have to do 
I don't even remember. This isn't the same episode as um, where Sophie steals from the vault, right? Is it? Um, I don't know. I think it might be. Like, uh, Sophie's like blackmailing them. Tori's like, you're in the crew. I don't know. I don't know how this episode ends. I know that that that's the setup. Like, let me the... pull up my notes. Hold on. Yeah. Corey nineteen. I uh, and then there's like, yeah, it's very foggy to me, but I remember it us liking it a lot, us enjoying the Kung Fu Cats kid. Uh, Newt doesn't even like gold. All right, this must be the episode where they steal the vault. Yeah. Yeah, where Sophie yep, casually Corey forgot the stolen gold. gold. <laughs> Alright, this is the episode where they take the gold. Mm-hmm. Um, five. Yeah, five. No, I'll give it a 4.5 to be consistent with my ratings. <laughs> uh, rat by any other name. Lionel. Mm-hmm. Lionel the rat. Samantha Samuels throwing laugh gas into the press room. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, that shot of her throwing the gas is like seared into my brain. Yeah. <laughs> of her realizing what she did and then realizing <laughs> she'll have to deal with it afterwards. So she opens up the door and throws more of the laughing gas buttons in. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I feel like we were harsh on this episode. We did a lot of analysis about who ends up with the rat. Yeah, um, we did. We discussed that at length. Yeah. Uh, feeling like it should have been Sophie. It, it ends up being Corey, right? Yeah, it's Corey. There's like it. It doesn't fit naturally with it. Um, what is this then? Like maybe like a three point five? Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, never the Dwayne's shall meet. Never the Dwayne shall meet. Never the Dwayne's. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, uh, the plot of this one is both Dwayne the Rock Johnsons are coming to visit the White House, but they haven't <laughs> talked in years, and so the cast of Corey in the House has to keep them in separate places. While entertaining both of them at the same time. That would have been a fun episode. I would have loved it. Instead we get... Uh, they Is it pos- uh Do we ever see Dwayne with the cast? We do, right? Yeah. In the dream sequence at the end. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is like... <laughs> the writers don't know what to do when they have a guest star. No, they, they... They... In general, they didn't know what to do. Yeah. I'm so glad we're watching episodes of television that have structure. <laughs> Versus we get everyone in the cast excited about the guest guest uh, star coming. And then instead, let's put the cast, the whole main cast, stuck in a closet. The, like, the, what sticks out to me from this episode is the cast pushing out the rolling cart, getting out, and then running in a straight line back into the closet. Then they beat up Corey, right? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they physically assault Corey. <laughs> that, I think that's how the episode ends. 1.5? 1.5. Alright, season two. Slappy. The end is in sight. It is. Uh, Slappy was a... I was excited to have another live animal on the show. He was kind of disappointing. Slappy the seal? Yeah. You know, Boomer set the bar so high. He did. He did. We had a live bear with Corey versus a live seal in the White House. 
This is when the kissing arc begins. Um, yeah. And it stretches for a few episodes. Yeah. yeah. Corey wants to get a kiss. Is that his thing? Like, he just wants to kiss a, kiss a bunch of girls? It's a bunch of girls, right? It isn't just one? Yeah. And then, yeah. like, he ends up with Candy later, and then we get stuck with that. Oh, no. Yeah. I wonder if there's any of these episodes that I'll just straight up forget. I'm, like, looking now. I don't I, I think know so. I'm going to forget them. I don't even remember what the final episode of Corey in the House was. I remember, so the names are the only thing that helps me. Um, I didn't know until I looked at the name. The mm-hmm. name helps me. So Presidential Seal, Slappy. Uh, Slappy eats like a million dollar fish or something. Uh, yeah. like a one. <laughs> like a 1.5. 1. Bad premiere. Through, through the, the roof. roof. It's another bad one. I would name it through the, uh, through the ceiling. But you might name it through the floor. Yeah, we, we had that discussion. <laughs> yeah. Nude and Corey get trapped. Mm-hmm. Alexander's there. One point five. Alexander is at Newt's house, right? <laughs> Swimming. Swimming in Newt's pool. Well, they have to write a song. Yeah, uh, like a one point five. Yeah. Monsters ball. What's the description? Nina gets mean. She's on the party show for her party, her quinceanera or whatever. Her birthday. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And she becomes very bratty because Corey, very mean. like, makes like manipulates her into doing being that way. Yeah, like a two. Yeah, two. Lip service. Newt is... won't kiss a girl because this of a... the kissing booth. Yeah, this is the kissing booth. You and I were high on this at the time <laughs> because of the terribleness that we had sat through in season two so far. And this this had a this actually had a Victor moment. He gets upset with Sophie at the game. Oh yeah! And he yells at her in front of like the uh... the general public. Yep. Everyone sees the White House chef verbally assault <laughs> the president's daughter. Hey, that's Corey's dad. Mm-hmm. Aren't you... <laughs> uh, what is this? A one point five? A two? Yeah, let's go with a two. Yeah. Who let the dolls out? This is a point five. Yeah, the worst thing I've ever seen. This episode has the back-to-back doll sequence, <laughs> which again, you and I do talk about that a lot, but we talk about that as the lowest of lows. Yeah, minimal changes, just <laughs> wasting time. <laughs> Got to fill twenty-one minutes with something. We don't have chemistry now. This one, I uh, something about chemistry class. Corey has a date with Candy, but he's supposed to be studying with Stickler for chemistry. So I think he shows he like blind he blindfolds Candy. Oh on yeah, the yeah. Two? Uh, uh, sure. Two. Yeah. Uh, uninvited pest. Stanley, Corey got a bone hand. <laughs> we didn't. Well, this is another episode we we should revisit. Corey got a bone hand. We definitely did not do this one justice. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. No, we didn't. Stanley's deathly afraid of skeletons. <laughs> so Corey straps the skeleton onto a remote control like uh like vehicle, right? <laughs> like a um what's it called? Like a motorized uh, wheelchair. Scooter. Scooter, thank you. I think oh we were just gosh. so worn down we couldn't appreciate it properly. Yeah, and we were really stuck on the basic premise of Stanley's here on a contest that Corey's also one of the five finalists. Yeah. 
Oh no, Stanley wasn't there because of the contest. Stanley was there because of the musical group. Uh, Corey was in the contest. Give up on badness, get up on goodness. Goodness. Yeah. Uh, I I would say this is like a two point five. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would be happy to revisit that episode at one point too. Um, making the braid though. Mm, Newt I'm versus good. Mr. Michelle. Yeah, I'm good without this one in my life. <laughs> Uh, point five. Yeah, I put this one far, far out of my mind, and that's where it should be. It shouldn't be available to purchase. It and then is... we get model behavior right after. I remind me of this one, Ren. Fab camp. Oh <laughs> man, I don't. I did not remember that at all. <laughs> they want to be models to uh, be featured in an ad or something. Yeah male models what a weird episode super weird yeah there's another point five i agree what is sitting pretty what are these episodes sitting pretty <laughs> did, we, did we watch this Corey and candy babysit sophie and tanisha this is the one where candy's trying to what? be like a housewife what Sophie makes a prank called Thing. She's a girl named Kimberly. So they break up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Corey and Newt try to find out who sent the prank. Um. Okay. Sure. One, because we couldn't remember it. Because you couldn't remember. <laughs> you and I talked probably for like ninety minutes about that. Uh, um. Macho Libre. Yeah. This was. Corey versus a Mexican foreign exchange school student. <laughs> they really were just throwing anything at the wall. Oh my god. Uh 1.5. Yeah, 1.5. Next up, peace, love, and misunderstanding. This is like a zero. This is the this is du- introduction of Dubidia. Second to last Corey episode. In the house's take on Israel and Palestine. Let's do some race relations to tie up Corey in the house. <sighs> Mad songs pace so much. Do you remember this one? Now that you see the title, uh, Mina is fighting with Craig Berkowitz, so she writes yeah. a song. Uh, guy wants to offer a bunch of money for it, and then Mina can't one. finish it because she gets back together with Craig. Uh, it annoyed me. This is a bad way to end. Ambassador P eats a bunch of chicken. <laughs> Ambassador P did eat all that chicken. What would a proper season finale even look like? Uh, Martinez gets impeached. Victor and Corey get. Kicked out of the White House. Newt gets sent to boarding school. Mina returns home to... uh, Bahavia. That's my ideal finale. A proper finale is every main character in the cast losing. (laughs) Not a single person's a winner there. I just have to make sure there can never be a sequel. Samantha Samuels has to give birth in an elevator. Um, <laughs> well, that's where she was pregnant like, in the entire second and season. And disappeared. Whew. I'm glad that we did a nice speed run through Corey in the house. Me too. Man. Uh, anything else on Corey in the house, Ren? I'm glad that we got yes. to revisit it. If you are listening to this and you uh, did not listen, you're listening to us talking about Ned and not listening you didn't listen to us talk about Corey. Um, we go, we spiral so hard. 
um, in talking about Corey. It is in my, like, it, they're fun podcasts to listen to, especially once we get our groove going, probably, like, midway through season one. Yeah, I'd say um, so. Through to the end, so. Uh, wow. All right, right. that was our uh, one-year anniversary special. Uh, Bryce, we're not done yet. I have one more thing for you. Oh, sure. Uh, so I want you to take Jill's quiz from Corey in the House episode 11. The whole thing? Let's yep. give me. Can you give me a condensed one? How many questions is it? It's five questions. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. Jill got six points. Yeah, I won't. I don't remember how I was awarding score. Okay. Okay. So question one. Mm-hmm. Which of the following characters has missed the most episodes as of episode 11? A. Sophie Martinez. B. President Martinez. C. Chef Victor. Or D. Newt Livingston. I think Martinez. President. You're right. Okay. Because he was, yeah, uh, I remember just us talking a lot about him being gone in the Mm -hmm. early days. Question two. Mm -hmm. How many episodes lack a production order code? A. Three, B four, C five, D six. Uh, I'll I just shot in the dark. Four. No, it was five. Five. Ah. Uh... What is the name <laughs> of Bahavia's official dessert? A the Kanishka, B the Nanishka, C the Kakishka, or D the Nakishka. No wonder I confused myself. Is the last one. Is the Nikishka. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four. What did Bryce and I speculate that That's So Raven spinoff would have been called? A. That's So Raven 2. B. That's 2 Raven. Oh, C. No. Raven's House. Or D. Raven in the House. Uh, I think A. Yep. Yeah. All right, Bryce. You're tied with Jill. If you can get this last question right, you win. <laughs> Okay. All right. What are Corey's two least favorite things? A, censorship in new media and the suppression of free speech in a mid-2000s America. B, the Bush administration's approach to the Middle East and Cheney's puppet presidency. C, the dissolution of the middle class in the United States and the perpetual rise of the 1%. Or mm-hmm. D, helping others and that song. <laughs> <laughs> He is such a bad person. <laughs> He's a, like... <laughs> How did Disney Channel make a whole show with him as our main character? And he was... He's he probably was... the worst protagonist I've ever seen mm-hmm. in a like in a TV show. Man. Uh, definitely D. <laughs> Congrats, Bryce. You beat Jill at the quiz. Man. Take that, Jill. Who do you think you are? Yeah. Only on one episode. Wow. Well, I look forward to watching, uh, to, not watching, but to listening to this podcast in a year. It'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. We'll have to do this quiz again. We'll have to do the quiz every year. Every year. Well, maybe um, maybe I'll make a quiz about the quiz or like about how you asked the quiz. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. We could do multiple layers. This episode had two quizzes. Should we add a third? You know, rule of threes? No. No, I don't want to, I can't make up a quiz on, yeah, yeah, fine, okay, fine, let's do one more, one more, (laughs) um, which is, all right, uh, you and I just gave ratings to 35 (laughs) episodes of Cory in the, uh, 34 episodes of Cory in the House, um, what, uh, what 
rating did we give? Uh, did you write them down? No, I didn't. Okay, what rating did we give uh, episode 11 of Cory in the House Beat the Press? Did we give it a 2.5? Oh, that's wrong. It's a 2. Damn, Damn it! So, uh, we'll do two more. Okay. okay. Um, what did we rate? Um, Ain't Got Rhythm. Episode uh, 18 of season 1. Ain't Got Rhythm, episode 18 of season 1. 3? Nah, it's a 2, Ren. Damn it! <laughs> Last one. Uh, what did we give a rating to for the presidential seal? A 1? 1. 1.5. You lost. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> you lost. Alright, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening, uh, if you made it this far. I promise next week we'll be back to our regular Ned's content, and it's going to be consistent and continue for at least three weeks until we do a game of Survivor. We're, uh, yeah, we're <laughs> wrapping up the season now. Yeah. We're not going to take any more breaks. No. Um, so next week we will... Uh, let me go ahead and check out our episode list. Uh, we'll be doing... What is it? Season 1, episode 11? I think so? Yeah, we'll be doing Daydreaming slash Gym. So, Ren, keep in mind, you are our day, uh, our, our in-house daydream guy. That's right. So I feel like it's going to be a big episode for you. I'm going to, I'll be on diligent duty taking my notes ready, you know, for <laughs> whatever comes my way. Okay. Sounds... Were you a big daydreamer in school? No. No. I, I um, you want to hear something uh, like uh, that I look at now and I'm like, how did I do that? Yeah. I would bring chart paper to school. Okay. I would make quadrants on the chart paper. I would then um, take like four letters, like A, B, C, D. I would put them on. I'd draw like squares to represent like buildings. And then I'd put two people on, uh, like two like numbers, like one and two, like a circle, one and two. I would then have them play tag. So I would uh, move a letter. I would like erase it and then move that letter somewhere and then I would move one of the numbers. <laughs> I, I feel is this like making sense to you. I feel like you just did like the the inspector is the murderer on me. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, this is a real thing I did. I'll have to I'll have to do a demonstration. Yeah, uh, I I think this is one of those things where I'm a visual learner for. Yeah, yeah, because it was completely visual. Uh, but I would play uh, tag by myself on paper. Yeah. Gra- grid paper, graph paper? Gra- uh, graph paper. All right. So, uh, well, thanks all so much for listening. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we will catch you next week. I'm going to also um, gonna try to post on a social media page this week, Ren. Do you think it's a good idea? I think that's a very good idea. Let's use our Instagram and Twitter more. Yeah. I think uh, this summer was hard. Yeah. So let's... <laughs> Let's see if we can post some things on there. So, All right, everyone. Thanks so much. Uh, take care and have a good rest of your day. Have fun at George M. Dallas High School. Take care, everyone. Bye. He was uh, James K. Polk's vice president. Oh. What would are you, you thinking would... of? Well, which one? No. No, I didn't ask which one. What would you say? I was going to ask you uh, if you'd ever be a vice president. I don't know. That's a lot of responsibility. If you and I, if you and I got uh, Martinez and were the last <laughs> survivor or whatever, who, which one of us would be president? Which one would be VP? But you and I have to say our answer at the same time for who would be president.
Okay, Who you would ready? Be president? Yeah. All right. One, two, two three, three. You. Me. Wow. Dang. I thought that was going to be controversial. I thought you were going to say you, and then we could be like, ah, I'd be the president. No, you'd it, be the president. It makes more sense for you to be president because you better represent America than I do. <laughs> Those aren't values I want to be uh, connected with. Well, um, I, don't, but... I don't mean like a like hardcore uh, gun-toting American values. I just mean like your parents were born here. I got you. I got you. I got you. Um... Okay, sure. Yeah, I'll I'll take the reins. recording mm-hmm. are you ready for this are you ready for this <laughs> i'm ready for this all right no i messed up hold on uh hold on i know where, i know where you're going though but i love hold it on. hold on mm-hmm. all right here we go uh-huh it's what you muted Uh. <laughs> oh my god I feel so bad for Jenna because of how frequently I mention feel this fall. <laughs> I've been thinking about it non-stop. It has completely uh, devoured my life, and I am one yeah. with CBS. So that's Paramount I mean, Plus. That young Sheldon rap. <laughs> it sits. It sticks with you. I. Uh, <laughs> Justice, Max, trust us. For me, it's the Max Greenfield uh, bit. <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> You do how can you say it? You do it best. For me, I yeah. love to laugh. I want <laughs> something hilarious. Give they realize me those comedies <laughs> like Seinfeld. They realize that he can't sing. And so the they told him to do that. Is, if you put the YouTube video speed to 1.2, mm-hmm. it sounds like his normal voice from New Girl. Yeah. Yeah, it's just him talking. Slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, 